but um, it's so good to be in God's house, so good to see each and every one of you, and we feel such a wonderful presence of the Lord in this house. How many of you know you need church? Amen. In this hour, in this day, any day, we need to hear the word of the Lord. Wonderful lesson this morning from our pastor about how we need to listen. We need to be willing to listen. we got to want to listen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I won't keep you standing very long. Turn with me to the book of um, Ezekiel, the gospel of Ezekiel, um, chapter number 37. And I'm going to read a very familiar um, passage of Scripture to you, but I love this, I love this text here this morning. Um, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 37, and I'm going to start with verse number 1 and read down to verse number 11. If you're joining with us online today, thank you for being here with us. Amen. Thank you for joining with us. We love and appreciate all those who are watching online, all those that are here. We got some traveling, some gone. Amen. But the church is going to keep moving on. We're going to see God move. We're going to have revival. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse number 1 says, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord, a vision, if you will, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. You know, I kind of like how God does things, Brother Crawley. I, I, you know, I, I, I like how he, he, don't, he don't just candy coat it, but he, he takes him out and he, he takes him to this valley which is full of bones. And he calls me to pass by them round about. He just didn't show them to him. He wanted him to walk amongst them. He said, he calls me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many. Everybody say there's a lot of them. In the open valley and lo, they were very dry. Amen. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. That's a pretty good answer, right? I, I have no idea, Lord, but you, you know. Again, he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring upon flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel says, So I prophesied, and I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I held below, lo, the sinews of the flesh came upon them. And they say to the, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. There was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these that are laid, live, that they may live. <laughs> Verse 10 says, so I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came to them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried, our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. I want to preach to you this title this morning, this thought. And I want you to say this out loud. Can these bones live? Everybody say, can these bones live? <laughs> you may be seated this morning. Thank you so much for standing to the reading of the word of the Lord this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. This text here is, is, is pretty amazing to me. And, and, and Israel is in a bad, bad situation, Brother Crawley. It's a, it's a dark time for God's people. These were God's people, amen. God had told them, I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to multiply your seed, amen. You're going to be a mighty nation, amen. You're going to do great things. I'm going to take you to this land that I'm preparing for you. It's flowing with milk and honey. You are going to be my people if you obey my voice. 
voice, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to be your God, and you will be my people. But in our text this morning, we find Israel not in that situation. They're not in that land flowing with milk and honey. They're not in that situation where they are God's people, and they are still God's people, Brother Crowley, but they're away from him. They're, they're, they're scattered all out in Babylonian captivity. I mean, they're, they're in exile, if you will. They were not in a good position. They were not in a, a, a place that they, that they needed to be. And so we, we might ask, well, why did they, well, how did they get here? How do, how do people get to a situation as, as Ezekiel is, is observing here in our text? How did these bones become dry? How did they get very dry? And how was there so many? And the answer, Brother Crowley, you said it just a few Wednesday nights ago when you were preaching. This world has a sin problem. Amen? This world has a sin problem. It had a sin problem then, and it has a sin problem now. And sin will always separate you. Sin will always separate you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Christ. It doesn't matter how hard you try, if you're living in sin, if you're walking in a way that's not pleasing to the Lord, it will separate you from Him. Amen. And it sometimes it, it starts out with just one little thing. You know, the Bible says it's the little foxes, Brother Crowley, that spoil the vine. I mean, because we're just wired sometimes, well, it won't be a big deal if I, if I stay home today. It, it won't be a big deal if, 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 if today I, I don't do this. Or you get into a situation and, and, and you don't make the right decision. But can I tell you, the Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Look at James chapter 1, verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Sin will always separate you. Sin will lead you to a position that these children of Israel were. These were God's people. These were a chosen people, amen. They were someone that God loved and God cared about and God had done so many great things for these children of Israel, but they always had trouble living for him. They always had trouble not putting idols before him. And so God finally showed shown judgment upon them and they're separated. They're in exile. And Ezekiel is carried to this valley of dry bones and the Lord looked looks at Ezekiel and he says, can these bones live, Brother Ricardo? I think that's a good question that the church needs to ask ourselves in 2021. Can God still work? Amen. Can God still move? Can God still heal? Can God still deliver? Can God still be a restorer? Amen. Can God touch my lost loved ones? Can God touch my, my co-worker at work that has no desire to live for God? Their bones are dry. They don't understand anything about this. But you can look over in Ezekiel, the previous chapter, verse number 36, and you can read some of the reasons God was so disappointed and frustrated with his people. Ezekiel 36, verse number 16 says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, when the house of Israel dwelt in their own land, they defiled it by their own way and by their own doings, by, by their way that was before me as the uncleanliness of a removed woman. He says, Wherefore I poured my fury upon them by the blood that they had shed upon the land and for their idols wherewith they had polluted it. And I scattered them among the heathen and they were dispersed through the countries according to their way and according to their doings. I judged them. And when they entered the heathen, listen to this, even when they got into the different places, whether they went, they profaned my holy name. 
when they said unto them, These are the people of the Lord, and the Lord had gone forth out of his land. So, so Brother, Brother Ricardo, not only had they, they gotten themselves in a bad situation, but now every, every community around there, every country around there saw these people of God, saw these people that God had worked for in the past. These people had remembered the mighty things that God had done. Now God's people are scattered all around, amen, because of sin. They're separated. They're in exile. They're not where they needed to be. Can I tell you, sin will take you so much further than you ever wanted to go. Amen. I, I had a friend of mine one day, and he said he was driving down the road with his dad. And I'll never forget this. And he said, um, he said him and his dad pulled up in a, a, a corner somewhere, and there was a, there was a person over um, sitting against a, a stop sign, I believe it was, or whatever. But you, you could tell by the looks of this, of this gentleman that his life was not where he wanted it to be. His life was not in a good situation. And, and it, the the dad spoke to my friend. And he said, son, what do you think led to him getting there? Why do you think that man maybe is in that situation that he's in? And my friend said, thoughts begin to run through my head. And he said, man, dad, I don't know. And his dad broke it down for him. Brother Nick, he made it pretty easy. He said, one bad decision. One bad decision. Oh, hear me today. Hear me today. We can't play with church. We can't play with this thing called sin. We can't play with this, with this thing that we're dealing with. Amen. Sin is real. Sin will separate. Sin will cause your bones to dry up. Sin will separate you. This valley, I, I am convinced, Brother, brother um, Crawley, was full of bones of pride. Full of bones of pride. You're not going to tell me what to do. I, I know what I need to do. I know where I need to go. We live in a generation, I believe, where there, there's, there's, there's people of that. This, this valley was full of bones of people that, that couldn't deal with their lust. They, they, it was full of dry bones of bitterness. I mean, they, they were disappointed or frustrated. Somebody had done them wrong. And they were so bitter, they're so frustrated, that all they have done is hurt their self. All they have done is divided their self. And so now, instead of being where God wanted them to be, in a land flowing with milk and honey, they're in this valley, amen, and, and they're, they're, they're dry and they're desolate and their hope is lost and they're away from where God wants them to be because they're hurt our mistakes hopelessness oh is this all life is going to be amen we live in a generation can i tell you right now that needs hope we need in a, we live in a day that i believe people need to hear hope amen there's dry bones of fear dry bones of idols amen we don't deal with it in the same way that the children of Israel may be dealt with it but i believe this world amen is full of idols that we put before god amen we find ourselves so busy doing everything else in the world we have time for this and we have time for that we have time to go here and we have time to go there but we can't seem to work church into that I don't understand that. We can't seem to work living for God into that. Amen. I don't understand the, the concept of someone who doesn't realize it's important to be in God's house and hear God's word because God's word can do great things. God's word is powerful. Amen. God's word is powerful. These bones were dry. Everything that separates us from Jesus Christ, amen, will cause our bones to dry. Amen. I believe carnality it's a tremendous problem in this world we live in right now. Amen, Brother Carly. There seems to be such a lack of spirituality. Carnality will destroy us. Romans chapter 8, verse 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed 
can be. It, it can't comprehend the, the things that I'm trying to speak to somebody today because their, their life is so full of carnality and so full of themselves and so full of the world that's around them, amen. That, that, and, and, and I love technology. I love, I love technology. I'm a, I'm a tech guru, if you will. I, I like those things. I kind of felt old-fashioned today, Brother Crawley, because I said, I don't have it on my iPad. Amen. I, 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 look, I look like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't have my iPad with all my notes on it. But the reason I don't is because I got a computer that's so old I can't even email anything off of it that's got my Bible software that I like to use. So I just keep using it on the old paper, and it'll work just fine today. Amen. But these things will separate you. We spend so much time on these things. And I'm I'm guilty. But I don't think we, 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 we stop sometimes to realize that, that, that we've got to let God's Spirit speak to us. We've got to, we got to understand. I believe we're living in a world, Brother Crawley, in 2021, amen, that's full of dry bones. I believe we're living in a generation of spiritual dryness, praise God. We're living in an hour where people don't want to hear anything about, about anything. They want to do whatever they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. They don't want anybody to tell them what to do. Everybody just does whatever they want to do. And, and we as God's people must always realize that we have His Word, amen. We have have his word to live by this word establishes my goings this word is how I live it's how I walk it's how I talk I'm not going to live my life by what the news tells me tomorrow I'm not going to live my life by what the news tells me on Thursday praise God I read God's word I, I know what his word teaches me to do and I want to live it because I don't want to be separated from him I don't want to be dry amen but these bones were dry and in our text this morning, Ezekiel is told to prophesy to these bones, Brother Crawley. In verse 4, he says, and again, he said unto me, prophesy to these bones. And say unto them, oh, you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Brother, Brother Mark taught in our, in our earlier lesson today how we need to listen to the word of God. We need to hear the word of God. And so right now, this valley of dry bones, Ezekiel is walking amongst these valley of dry bones. And the Lord looks at him, and first thing he asks him is, Ezekiel, can these bones live? It's important to me as a minister, Brother Mark as a minister, Brother Crowley as a preacher, as a minister, do we realize and do we really believe that bones can live? Do we believe this word that we're preaching? Do we believe this word that we're teaching? So he asked Ezekiel, son, can these bones live? And he says, Lord, thou knowest. And he said, I want you to preach to them. He said, I want you to preach to them. I want you to prophesy to them. I want you to tell these bones, you hear the word of the Lord today. Hear what the word of the Lord has to say. Verse 5 says, Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and bring upon flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am a the Lord. And so verse 7 says, So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and a hold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them about, but there was no breath in them. Brother Ricardo, when, he, when, when, when the Lord said, preach to these bones, amen, Ezekiel began to say, hear the word of the Lord. Can I tell you what this world needs, what this country needs, what this church needs, what every church needs, is we need to hear the word of the Lord. We need to hear the word of the Lord, praise God. I love good singing. I love good music. I love good programs. I love all of that stuff. But we need to hear the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord is what will get your attention. 
The word of the Lord is sharp. It'll get down there and find something that nothing else can get a hold of. You can read this word of God and God's word will begin to convict. Oh, how we need conviction. God's word will begin to stir. God's word will begin to move you because God's word will always lead you back to him. His word will always lead you back to him. Amen. Our, our way, sometimes it seems it's just, it's just it gets separated. But God's word will lead you back to him. He said, Ezekiel, I want you to preach to these bones. Preach to them and tell them to hear the word of the Lord. So Ezekiel did, and these bones began to come together, bone until their bone. Flesh began to come upon these bones, amen. And then all of a sudden, amen, they, they, they were covered with skin. It had to be in a neat situation to see. He said, I want you to preach to them. I want you to tell them that they need to hear the word of the Lord. He didn't tell Ezekiel, Ezekiel, find the bones that, that hadn't been that bad. He didn't tell Ezekiel, Ezekiel, only preach to the bones, amen, that, that, that really that they, they were led here by somebody else. No, no, no. He said, Ezekiel, I want you to preach to all of these bones, every bone in this valley. They were many, the Bible says. They were very dry, the Bible says. But Ezekiel stood up and he preached the word of the Lord to these bones. And these bones began to stand up. Can I tell you this morning, it doesn't matter matter where you are in your life it doesn't matter where you find yourself this morning in this valley of life or in this season of life that we're living right now I want you to know that you can live I want you to know that you can have life I want you to know that you can be what God wants you to be I want you to know that if you'll hear the word of the Lord it will change you praise God yes you can live for God yes you can serve God yes you can be faithful can these bones be can they can they live absolutely Absolutely they can live. Absolutely your family can be saved. Absolutely your children can be saved. But it won't be at home watching TV on the couch. And I'm sorry that if I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. We need to hear the word of the Lord. Oh, we're living in an hour that's dark. We're living in an hour that's desolate. We need to hear the word of the Lord. Pastor, preach to me. Pastor, preach to me. Brother Crowley, preach to me. Tell me the word of the Lord. Tell me what the word of the Lord says because if I'm not careful, I'll wander too far off. But I've always told you this, and it's, it's, it's been uh, true in my life, and I believe it's true for anyone who's a child of God. Brother Ricardo, any time in my life that I've ever started to wonder, one thing I learned a long time ago, and, and I know I wear this out, one thing I learned... Brother David, when I started living for God, as I have been faithful, I can probably count on one or two hands in the last 20 years how many services I've missed. I hadn't always wanted to be here. I haven't always had the right mindset when I came. Brother Crowley, but I said I can be faithful. And I'll never forget, especially when I was younger at times in my life, when I was in my younger 20, 21, 22 that tells you how old I'm getting on it. But I remember times in my life when, when I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was wondering, Brother Nick, I, I didn't want to be lost. I didn't want to get away from God. But this world will pull you in ways that you don't even realize. This world is wicked. This world is full of sin. Sin will separate. Sin will divide. Sin will try to get you away. The devil, as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, what he's trying to do is get you separated. What he's trying to do is get you not to be faithful. What he's trying to do is getting you not to, not to be with the people that love you, be with the people that care about you, be with the people who have your back. Amen. He wants to separate us. 
But I will never forget it, Brother Crowley. Every time I began to wonder, it seemed like the man of God would get up to preach. And before he finished his text, Brother Crowley, I felt like I was in a room all by myself, and he was looking straight at me. Amen. I could have got mad. I could have got frustrated. I could have said, oh, you know, why, why is he picking on me? But I, but I haven't done that, and I hope today I never do that. I hope I keep doing it. Brother Mark, if you preach to me and it hits me in the face, I want to come to this altar. I want to be at this altar. I want to say, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord, just like David said. Oh, God, create in me a clean heart, renew in me a right spirit. We've got to be people that realize we're not always right. We've got to be people that realize we don't have all the answers. And when the word of the Lord comes and the word of the Lord speaks and the word of the Lord convicts you, please listen. Our pastor told us this morning, listen to the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord will grab you. The word of the Lord will try its best to pull you back. God's spirit will move on you. Can these bones live? You better believe it. You better believe it. Can we have revival in 2021 with all the craziness that's going on in this world? Yes, sir, we can. Amen. Can we have a good church? Can we have a godly church? Can we raise children in 2021 that learn to live for God? I believe we can. I believe we can. I believe we have a, a tremendous task in front of us. I believe we have a, a, a tremendous situation because of the hour that we live in, the world that we live in, and the sin and the sickness that's in this world. But if we hold on to God's Word, if we stay faithful to who he is yes we can do it we can be faithful we can live for him we can serve him ezekiel began to preach to these bones hear you the word of the lord and a loud noise came can i tell you god's word is powerful god's word is powerful and the bones begin to stand up and they begin to come together amen but the bible says there was no breath in them they had heard the word. God's word had said, stand up, bones. God's word had told flesh to go up on them, amen. And here they were, amen, Brother Crawley. All these people now, if you will, standing in this valley. But the Bible says there is no breath in them. And so Ezekiel is told once again to prophesy. And so Ezekiel is told, I want you to prophesy now unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. He he says, so I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came unto them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. You may say, Brother Chris, what does that mean? Amen. When, when God's word went out, they stood up. But they had to have the Spirit of God to move. They had to have the wind to blow, praise God. Listen to me here, church. Listen to me, church. We need God's word, and we need God's Spirit. we got to have His Spirit moving. we got to have His Spirit flowing. we got to have the anointing in this house, praise God. His word made them stand up. His word brought flesh upon them. Amen. But His Spirit had to move to give them breath. Amen. His Spirit is what gave them breath. His Spirit is what gives us breath. His Spirit is how we walk, how we talk. His Spirit is how we know, amen, how to live for Him and how to serve Him with His Word. We need His Spirit, and we need His Word. Amen. Can I tell you what a church is in 2021, what a church has always been? It's a house of refuge. It's a house where people can come in here today, and their, 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 their body may be a dry bone, if you will, if you want to look at it like that. Their life may be in a hard, bad situation. They're away from God. Amen. There's backsliders all across this city today that are sitting at home when they need to be in church. Amen. They're sitting at home when they need to be hearing the word of the Lord. They've chose, amen, not to be faithful. They've chosen not to live for God. And what they need to find is a church that's preaching the truth. What they need to find is a church that's preaching the truth and asking for the Spirit of God to move. Because if they can hear God's word, 
and they can allow God's Spirit to move. Brother Crawford, they can live. Amen. They can live. They can have life. The Spirit, the, the Word says we can have it, and we can have it more abundantly. Amen. We can have it more abundantly. Amen. But this valley was so full of bones, so full of dry bones. And Ezekiel began to preach. Amen. He began to tell them to get up, and they did. And then he's, the, the Word says, prophesy to the Spirit. Amen. Tell the four winds to blow. Oh, my God, we need the Spirit moving in this house. We need the anointing to move in this house. That's why we have prayer meetings. That's why we believe in praying and we believe in seeking God. Because, Brother Crowley, if the Word is here and the Spirit is here, Anything is possible. Anything is possible. You hear me today? Anything is possible. It doesn't matter how long someone's been away from God. It doesn't matter if someone's never even heard about the Lord. Amen. If the Spirit and the Word are here, <laughs> dry bones can live. Amen. If the Spirit and the Word are here, we can have revival. If the Spirit and the Word are here, people's lives can be changed. People's lives can be restored. Amen. In this passage this morning, God was trying to show his people that they could get back on track. But they were going to have to listen to him. And they were going to have to let him, let his spirit move in their life. You know, I know we face a lot of situations in our life in this hour and day that we're in. And I'm closing if they want to come to the music. We're facing a lot of things. There's a lot of distractions. And they're not always sin, Brother Crawley. This is where I think we get in trouble. Every distraction, Brother Nick, is not a sin, but it's a distraction. And, and, and we, have to, we have to be careful, and I, and I have to be careful. You have to be careful. Pastor Mark has to be careful. Brother Crawley's been living for God a long time, but Brother Crawley has to be careful. I mean, we've got to watch ourselves. We've got we to gotta watch how we walk, how we talk. We've got to be very, very careful because the, the, the devil would love to come in and just, just if he can start separating in you, if he, can, if he can just get you to think it's not that important, if he can get you to think, you know, you know, I, you know, it, you, you don't you don't have to go to church today. It really isn't that big of a deal. You know, you you can you can you no 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 no. He's trying to do that just to get you separated. Because he knows a lot more than we give him credit for sometimes, Brother Blaine. He knows if we hear the word. Amen. He knows if you're standing here this morning and you're listening to this word. He knows right now that there's hope right now. He knows right now that there's hope and there's nothing he can do about it. He knows if you hear his word. And he knows if you allow God's spirit to move and God's spirit to touch you, then that takes him out of the ballgame. Amen. There's nothing he can do anymore. Oh, hear me today, Fountain of Truth. We need to hear God's word. Hear me today, Fountain of Truth. We need to be obedient to God's word. Hear me today, church. We need to let the wind blow. <laughs> we need to be hungry, hungry for the spirit of God. My last passage, and I'm closing. Romans chapter 8, verse number 10 says this. If Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. Dry bones. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live abundantly. For as many are as led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We need to hear his word. 
The pastor told us this morning, we need to listen. We need to listen. We need to hear his word, Brother Sylvester. I know Brother Sylvester loves his word. We need to hear, hear his word, listen to his word, read his word, be sensitive to his word, and then we need to let his spirit speak to us. Let his spirit move. Let his spirit touch us, praise God. You put those two ingredients together, and anything is possible. Brother Rich, you put those two ingredients together, and you can change your life. Your life can be changed, amen. Not because of anything we're going to do, because of what God will do. God is a faithful God. God is a good God. And just as he spoke that day to that valley of dry bones he'll speak today to this church this morning if you're dry this morning in this house do me a favor today and first of all admit it first of all be willing to say i need to hear the word of the lord i need to respond to god's spirit this morning and get up this morning say god i want to be what i need to be god speak to me today god let the wind blow on me today let your spirit move on me today so that i may have life lord Oh, God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Speak to us today. Speak to us today. I want to pray for you this morning, and then I'm going to turn this over to our pastor. God, I love you today, sweet Jesus. And I am so grateful for this opportunity to preach to your people. God, I'm so grateful for what you've done for us. I'm so thankful for the cross. I'm so thankful for your spirit that you poured out. And I'm so grateful to be in God's house today. But I'm praying right now, Lord, that as that day in that valley of dry bones, I pray your word will go forth right now. I prophesy right now, let your word go forth. Let your word penetrate the hearts of your people. Let your word this morning with power and with demonstration move in this house. And then I'm asking you, Lord, just as Ezekiel, let your spirit sweep across this house today. Let there be revival. Let there be healing. Let there be miracles. Let your word be done today in this house. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Would you stand with me right now? I, I want to do something. According to the word of God, the power of death and the power of life is in the tongue. According to what we just read, God said, prophesy. Now listen, I was, I was preaching a conference in Indiana, in Bloomington, Indiana one time. And I started, I started preaching from these scriptures. There was a young man that was there that had been diagnosed with cancer that week. And, and we, we had him step out there and we began, the congregation began to speak life over him. We began to prophesy to him. Amen. I, I just wonder if there's anybody, we're going to start this way. Is there anybody that needs a physical miracle in here right now? If you do, if you need a miracle in your body, I want you to step out in the aisle right now. If you need a miracle in your body, amen. I, I see one. There needs to be more. If you need God to move in your body right now, there's another one right here make sure they're not here's another one right here if you need a physical miracle in your body amen now stay in the aisle this is what I want you to do church I, this isn't on me this is on the church I want you we're about to point our hands in their direction and we're not going to speak negative things we're not going to speak doubt we're going to speak life are you ready? We're going to speak the miraculous. I want you to just point your hands. 
towards them right in the name of Jesus I speak it I prophesy life and not death I speak healing from the top of their head to the soles of their feet devil you're a liar <laughs> they're not gonna lose but they are going to win I rebuke cancer right now in the name of Jesus I rebuke heart problems right now in the name of Jesus I rebuke it. Lord, I speak a miracle in this place. Come on, would you open your voice? Open your mouth. Come on, speak life right now. Let it be so. Let it be so. Amen. Let's worship the Lord right now. Let's praise the Lord for that. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something that I don't just go around announcing, but I think it's important that I'm transparent. This week, I have had a horrible week fighting anxiety. I have had a horrible week feeling overwhelmed. I've had it, but you're supposed to be a preacher. Well, children of God deal with these things too. Amen. I've dealt with worry. I have dealt with the stress of it. I, I have had, it felt like the enemy actually whispering in my ear, you are going to die and you're not going to make it. I wonder if there's anybody else in here that's been dealing with anxiety and worry, been overwhelmed by it. Look at the, I, I wish you'd step out in the aisle right now. Brother Carly, I want you to come because I, I'm, I'm going to step out in the aisle too and I want you to pray over this. Come on, you, you can step over to the side, you can step in the middle. But right now, we're going to pray against anxiety, okay? We're going to pray against worry. We're going to pray against dread. We're going to pray against darkness. We're going to pray against panic attacks. Amen. Brother Carly, pray for it. God, your word says that you did not give us the spirit of fear. You did not give us a spirit of fear. You did not put anxiety on us, but you gave us peace. You gave us love. You gave us a sound mind. We rebuke those things that would come against us. Rebuke those things, oh God, that would cause us to worry. Rebuke those things that would cause us to be anxious. And we release the Holy Ghost. We release joy. We release peace. We release you, oh God, to move and minister. We release your anointing, God. Bless touch deliver this morning let the breath of the holy ghost breathe let the word of the almighty god find a lodging place within us right now because we know through the word we will not have fear through the word we will not have anxiety but we will believe in you we will allow you god to deliver us to bring us forth as you brought forth the uh, children of israel to a land that flows with milk and with honey in I speak light right now and I come against the darkness. I speak hope right now and I come against dread. I speak peace right now and I come against any demonic spirit of doubt. In the name of Jesus, I speak light. I speak light. I speak light. Okay. This is the word of God. It said prophesy said prophesy I, I, I had a man 
Brother, Brother Sill, I had a man call me one day at the church. He said, I, I, I was at the church getting ready for church. He said, I need you to come to my house. And so I, I came to his house. He, the man, he, he, had a, he had bulldozers. And that's what he did to make money. He said, somebody has been undercutting my jobs. And he said, I, I haven't been able to get a job all week. He said, is there any way, Pastor, that you could pray over my, my bulldozer? And I, you know what I did? I said, absolutely. But we're going we're gonna to speak life, and we're going to speak good things, and we're not going to let the devil win. And so we began to speak that God would provide. We began to speak that jobs would come. We began to speak financial blessings. It reached a point, Sister Tina, where he called me and he said, Pastor, would you please stop praying? God's blessing me too much. So this is what I want. I want you, if you need a blessing from God, if you need supernatural provision from God, if you need God to make a way, if you need God to give you the right job, I wish you would just step out. It doesn't matter if it's the middle or the sides or the front. If you, is there anybody that there's some people stepping out this is your opportunity step out right now amen 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 God knows what you need amen there, my, my dad used to preach if God owns the cattle on a thousand hills then he is able to pay your bills Amen. Let's pray right now. God, I speak supernatural provision. I don't know where it's going to come from, God. I know the enemy says you can't. But God, I trust in you. I speak it, oh God. I speak a check coming in the mail. I speak a job and not just any old job. But I speak the will of God. A job that will not just bless me, but will bless your kingdom. I speak it. I speak provision. Oh God, I speak a healthy work environment. I speak a healthy place where I can do what I'm called to do. I speak it in Jesus' name. Oh, would you worship God for it right now? My God, I feel I feel like God's going to do it. I, I, I believe I'm speaking life. I, I, my God, I've got some peace that's coming all over me right now. I've got some hope that's calling, coming all over me right now. This is what I want to pray for every person in this room right now. This is the last thing. I know there's some of you right now that are wondering, will my family ever be in church? There's some of you that are wondering right now, will my family ever live for God or worship God? Will my family ever be used? Amen. Some of you right now are wondering, will I ever be able to reach them? We're about to pray, and we're about to prophesy, and we're about to speak life. How I many would, would say, there's somebody I'm connected to, I want to see them saved. 
There's somebody I'm connected to. I want to see them blessed. I want to, oh, oh, come on. Now I want everybody in this church. Come on, let's pray. Come on, speak a name if you want to speak a name. But let's begin to speak life. Oh, God, I rebuke the darkness in their world right now. I rebuke that thing that's fighting them right now. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. God, touch my family member where they are. God, heal my family member where they are. God, deliver my family member where they are. I speak it in the name of Jesus. They will be a worshiper. They will be a praiser. They will be a shouter. Oh, God, you are going to use them. They are going to reach souls for you. They are going to make an impact in the kingdom in the name that is greater than any other name. I can't make them do it, God, but I know you're able to touch them wherever they are. say to prophesy didn't say to prophesy okay we're getting ready to have some prophetic praise in here you know what prophetic praise is sometimes we praise God for what he's done in the past when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me my soul cries out hallelujah sometimes we praise God for what he's doing right now when I look around and see how God is blessing, how God's providing, how God's healing, how God's delivering, I praise Him for now. But a prophetic praise, it's not praise for what He did yesterday, and it's not praise for what He's doing right now, but it's praise for what God's getting ready to do. We're about to loose a prophetic praise in this auditorium. Are you ready? Are you ready? One, two, three. Come on. Yeah. This is a prophetic praise. I'm praising you because I know my miracle is on its way. I'm praising you, God, because I know we're going to have revival like never before. I'm praising you, God, because I know we're getting ready to baptize some people. I'm praising you, God, because I know some people are getting ready to get the Holy Ghost. I'm praising you God because you're worthy <laughs> yeah, yeah he's going to provide for me yeah he's going to open a door yeah he's going to make a way where there seems to be no way yeah he's going to heal my body yeah he's going to set me free God we worship you we worship you we worship you. God, I thank you for what you've done in this place. I thank you for what you've done in my heart. I thank you for what you've done in my life. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. God bless our people. Help our people. Strengthen our people. Go with them everywhere that they go. Oh, God, touch these young people that are taking TCAP tests. Touch these young people. God, help them. God, I want to pray this right now. I rebuke COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it. I cast it out. I cast it out. The devil is a liar. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live. I, I, I come against it. Oh, God, God, I'm praying that this week you'll give us an opportunity to witness to somebody. 
God, give us opportunities to be light. We love you, Lord, and we praise you. Bring us back together again safely. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Do you love the Lord? Isn't God awesome? I want to tell you a couple of things very quickly. One, don't forget the diaper drop.